Welcome to the What Do You Do show, a podcast where we explore paths to success one guest at a time. I'm your host Shagun and we are at the third episode of the What Do You Do show. So, um I'm very new to podcasting, okay? So, batching my content and rolling out the podcast on time, all of this is taking a toll on me and to be very honest, it's slightly difficult. This episode is also delayed, uh but I'm all set, I'm ready and I want to be on track now. So enough about me and more on this episode in today's episode on the what do you do show we have with us Swecha Mohapatra she heads the research and consulting digital hr transformation function at an organization and this organization is about enabling hr ecosystems to become more data driven and tech savvy This is the first time I had honestly heard about HR tech and to put it very simply HR tech is nothing but the technology the both hardware and software that you use to digitize your HR processes. So all big players small mid-sized employers are moving in large numbers to digitize their human resource functions and hence this role is quite in demand. Uh the role is a beautiful blend of managing aspects of the employee HR life cycle and the intersection of technology. So if you're someone who is very hands-on with tech and likes to change, you know, also engage in the human side of things, you should listen to this one. So um I head the research and consulting for a firm called HR Tech. Uh we are a Singapore-based head uh, Singapore headquartered HR uh, and HR tech consulting and advisory firm. uh so we have a marketplace which has about 300 odd uh, solution providers under the hr space across uh, eight different categories uh, we uh, actually recently launched our uh, not recently but yeah last year we launched our uh, india and the middle east marketplaces as well so we are not only based in singapore but also in india and um middle east now so yeah the the company itself is about 5 years old Uh, so um, yeah, not very new, not very old as well. So yeah, it's exciting times. Yeah, and I will start with the one word that I have failed to understand, which is what is HR tech. So HR tech is essentially a combination of HR and technology, right? As uh, so, uh, how does um, an HR professional leverage technology to probably do some of their work? help automate or um, help uh, in streamlining some of the work we actually do that uh, you know as a job professionals we use technology every day we don't know it mm-hmm. uh, but all the you know say the work days or the sap success factors or even the every day you know even probably at a point in time zoom also uh, was considered an hr technology mm-hmm. because you know you would uh, basically use a uh, zoom to uh, conduct your interviews and your conversations and your engagement and everything so um yeah so uh, you know it, it it's a vast space um a, not very well known actually uh, because um, uh, you know uh, i mean we have we have when we have new joiners in our organization uh, they probably you know have one kind of um, uh, you know thought about what hr tech could be and when they actually join and when they see it is such a big learning steep learning curve uh, you know they always come back and tell me after 3 months that i didn't know all this existed mm-hmm. or this is such so deep uh, right uh, but uh, for us uh, you know it i mean how probably um, 
you know it, it it's a vast space we are across uh, you know eight uh, categories across the employee life cycle mm-hmm. so technology everything and anything that comes under uh, hr or is used by hr professionals uh, for making their work easy or engaging with their employees is under the hr technology space okay and what are these eight categories in the employee life cycle that so you're... the eight categories uh, would be uh, around the hrms which is your uh, hr management uh, systems and then we have uh, talent acquisition talent planning talent engagement operations um rewards uh, development and uh, offboarding also so it is you mm-hmm. know across the employee life cycle as and when the employee uh, before they join so as a candidate to an employee to you know an alumni of the organization it mm-hmm. kind of touches upon all the um, all the aspects of it okay and uh, all the other categories seem to me in like if i think of it can be automated but how are how is software automating talent acquisition or talent engagement or talent management because that uh, in my understanding is a very human centric uh, job right where you have to customize your um, whatever modules you are designing or the people you are onboarding to your particular organization so how yeah. will the software know that these are the needs for my organization and this is how you will have to filter out uh, candidates during the interview or screening process um, and one more question like if we are using um, technology in these processes are we losing the human touch and maybe missing out on great talent which would have performed good had we met them in person rather than the software meeting them so um, essentially and and we get this a lot uh, in fact chagun uh, that you know is uh, our robots taking over or is you know ai taking over yeah. or something like that but actually uh, the thing is that you know in order to achieve the scale uh, that uh, hr needs to do and probably also um, you know free up the bandwidth for hr professionals to be able to uh, you know basically do the human touch right like where yeah. you need to have uh, some kind of bandwidth some free time so that you are able to go and speak to people and not be behind your laptops and uh, you know your desk um, keying in information uh, for example so i'll give you a, a quick one there and this happened during covid um so uh, you know the uh, the basic thing of taking temperatures right mm-hmm. so if you are automating the temperature taking uh, okay. to a biometric uh, thing or a thermo or scanner or something like that and it automatically kind of you know every time somebody passes through or every time somebody you know all your employees need to take the temperature um, every day at every hour right like in singapore it was you know at least uh, two times or three times in a day they had to take the temperature so if a hr person has to go and um, you know go to everybody's desk and take the temperature or something like that it is it is not possible or it's it's not something that we would like to do right, right? and it also obviously also uh, has a risk as well but there is technology which uh, hr uh, teams uh, did use biometric scanning which automatically took the temperature they uh, you know they were able to key it they were able to generate reports out of it and then you know whatever needed to be done was done so you know say for example for compliance if that needed to be sent to the government agencies it was done 
so it was something that is is as simple as that in talent acquisition actually half half of the uh, hr technology or actually one of the most um uh, you know populated uh, uh, areas of uh, technology and in hr technology is in the talent acquisition so starting from the minute you um start looking for a job so a job board is hr technology mm-hmm. your um is under the hr tech space your uh, ats systems where you you know you are putting your king in your application and then uh, you know it goes to a recruiter the recruiter is able to see your resume and you know able to shortlist based on the criteria that has been given uh, so it takes you know instead of taking a, about uh, say um, you know two days or so to sift through you know 1000 resumes it will take only a few hours so okay. that obviously frees up a lot of time for the recruiters to do something else which is more meaningful, mm-hmm. which is uh, more value adding rather than uh, doing something which is, you know, as simple as looking through a resume and telling whether this is, uh, you know, this is relevant, it's applicable for me or not. So, mm-hmm. you know, those are some of the examples that, um, you know, are there in HR technology. Obviously, in engagement, again, you know, uh, so there are performance management systems, for example. Mental health um, has become such a great um, uh, issue these days. And mm-hmm. there is technology under the HR tech space which helps uh, your HR team or your organizations to um, you know, understand, okay, where are my employees uh, coming from? Are they having any issues? You can proactively uh, you know, gather those inputs and then do something about it instead of you know um, uh, you know just firefighting at the end of the day where you know you are just going from here to there and there is no there is no uh, focus mm-hmm. right so uh, it helps us build a lot of uh, data a lot of um, uh, you know um, metrics mm-hmm. uh, basically hr has been a very subjective field so far and uh, technology has always helped us gather data gather metrics so that's one of the important aspects where hr uh, folks need to mm-hmm. ensure that they are apprised with right like you right. understand technology com- you're comfortable with data mm-hmm. you know once you're comfortable with data you think metrics you think uh, you know how am i adding value is this something that can be done uh, through you know say for example there are um, you you need to uh, do an event right so instead of um, asking somebody to do it on a pen and paper you can send out a uh, you know a link where you can register for the event everybody can do it you can automatically send out reminders on the day of the event one hour one day you know those kind of things so this is something that you know automation helps has always helped us uh, do our job and not, uh, you know, like take away our jobs or, you know, become a burden as such. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that that's the key thing. And once we realize that it, uh, technology is here for us to leverage, uh, yeah. the awareness of what technology is there, that is something that is quite lacking. In fact, uh, you know, we always see people don't even know that something like that existed, right? Or there is some awareness around it so um, the what we do essentially is around that so it's not only you know um, help people understand what all 
uh, is there available in the market but also help them take a decision based on their organization or you know their size of the organization some are smaller some are bigger so uh, not every technology or it's you know we in, in our parlance we call it the shiny object syndrome so okay. it's not that you know uh, it's yeah. if it is or you know i was listening to somebody this morning itself they, they said um, that you know if i put gpt then mm. it will sell right mm. if i put say shagun gpt mm. right so yeah. shagun gpt is you know that is the uh, newest thing that can be there or switch gpt or anything gpt or under open ai is going to sell uh, maybe maybe not right like but you will have to understand what the technology is doing and how it will be able to help you mm. to be able to um, you know then get the maximum out it has to be viable for your business case and you have to understand where it fits so there are yeah. things that i um, understood is that these um the hr tech will free up time for people to do actually creatively and creative and intellectually stimulating stuff right uh, yeah, things yeah. that open open ai cannot take away from us so it yeah, frees up space for those kind of people and so it requires people to upskill in a very different format now it's not yes. about learning one um you know software and knowing your way around it and knowing the faqs and troubleshooting guidelines it's not that now the machine can do that for you what extra value addition are you adding as a recruiter as a ta member or as a talent engagement specialist or xyz so that frees yeah. up that uh, creates a demand for a very new set of skills which are not really taught maybe i think um, in uh, grad yeah. schools or uh, and are not really not yet not yet we not hope yet. that it's going to be yeah it's going to be yes. taught very soon and then obviously you know understanding being comfortable like i said being comfortable with data right like you are it's it's doing a prompt engineering or you know prompting the chat gpt or any other open ai system or uh, to get what you want out of it right so garbage in garbage out so what do you want to uh, want it to do say for example i want it to write a job description Hmm. i will give it a prompt in a way that you know i say that i want to write a job description for an hr executive in a startup in based in singapore and this is what you know the company culture is about etc and it will give you a good enough um, uh, first draft right yes, so yes. you save that much time doing your research um, obviously at the end of the day it's up to you to validate whether it is right or not and obviously that is where our brains uh, would uh, you know be used so we don't have to leave it all to ai or all to the technology to do mm-hmm. but how do we leverage so it is the yeah. key aspect is how do we leverage technology to reduce um the but it has many ways of you know like you were saying that how do we ensure the human touch is there yes. because there are there are ways in which and this uh, hr tech uh, providers are actually uh, using all this data to personalize um you know how should i be talking to a gen z versus how should i be talking to somebody who has been 20 years in the industry versus you know what are their motivations uh, you know what are their uh, user personas like right, yes, as you call yes. it so what are the user personas and what will motivate them or demotivate them right so how do we engage uh, them in the moments that matter 
really so you know design open ai experts already like is your organization looking for people who have so my organization is too small to look at that mm-hmm. uh, but definitely um, i think prompt engineers uh, is is already a, um, a role that people or technology um, providers or technology you know the microsofts or the, mm-hmm. the googles of the world are already hiring for Uh, obviously there has been a, in, in fact in hr technology space also there has been a lot of um providers already who have introduced features uh, features around uh, the open ai uh, chat gpt mm-hmm. so you know be it um uh, writing job descriptions or be it you know automating some of it. so it's it's been a evolution right like so right. for ch- chatbots have been there forever uh, mm-hmm. now if you ask us then uh, you know how do you make that more personalized ensure that you know there is relevant it is you know earlier if you see that it will it will not even take you a second to understand that this has been written by a bot yeah but when you see the answers through chat gpt sometimes you do you know it is very very relatable very very personable you don't uh, even would not even know it right so how do we you know do that there are a lot of features that are coming up lot of use cases mm-hmm. that are around in um, you know across the life cycle so talent acquisition engagement development uh, how do i you know um, make learning uh, learning management system or what is the course curriculum that i should be having for example yeah. right i can do that first draft to a chat gpt and then i can uh, do it so there is a lot of um, a lot of action happening around uh, this space and you know it is pretty exciting mm-hmm. uh, surely and you know yeah. and so um and that brings me to think about that when we do so i am assuming we get into the hr world after we have done our mbas right and not everyone is from a tech background maybe they've done some other curriculum and then they did their two year mba they did an intern somewhere and then they get into an organization uh and the mba curriculum in india especially does not cater to a lot of technology quotient right it is it is varied it caters to finance marketing hr uh, ethics compliance all of that but not technology and now when somebody wants to get into breakthrough into the space because this is the future and when we think of uh, you know taking up a job we want to see whether it will last us and whether we will able be able to you know uh, have our ground in this business for 15 years 20 years or i can do this for 50 years of my life how important has it become for people to skill up in this area and are there initiatives being taken so that after you graduate you do some course curriculum so that you are technology abreast and so you are able to you know apply to organizations which are more futuristic in their approach or there's still a gap there and people are still not you know we are not able to find the right set of talent and the talent pool is a little small the talent pool is definitely a lot smaller mm. uh, the only thing that uh, we uh, kind of look at and even for our own organization and we know of a lot of hr tech solution providers also who have the similar approach where um, you know you look for learnability you look for people who are hungry to learn Mm-hmm. and not um, afraid of uh, you know getting their hands dirty because this is something uh, that this is an area which is ever evolving it mm-hmm. is not something that you 
you learn C programming and then you can do it for the you know next thirty years of your life. No, it is not going to happen like that. Or you know, if I do something today and it's going to see me uh, the next twenty years, it may not happen. I have to learn every day in the morning. I uh, you know I read at least five articles in the day on what is happening, how to you know keep abreast. And that is both amazing as well as challenging because you know, um, for someone who is uh, not very um, uh, you know used to that kind of change, you yes. know, embracing that change. So that is mo- that is something that is required. That is one right, like a as a skill or a soft skill as such. Mm-hmm. Um, the other hard skill that we usually say is being. Um, comfortable with data okay uh, looking at it from a data perspective okay mm. you know obviously uh, for me for example i uh, and it's not that i'm applying all my uh, what i did my graduation mm. in uh, technology the four years of my uh, engineering in it i'm applying to it now but it does help you get an understanding of what is happening right like basically the technology parlance etc but that doesn't mean that you know somebody who is from a non hr background or non it background as yeah. such is um, you know is not able to do it mm-hmm. um, right they are not able to understand there are a lot of courses the only thing is that you need to see and how um, you know every day you will need to learn it's not that i do a one one course and then i'm set for life mm-hmm. right i will not it will not happen because every day the you know um it changes it's like you know you refining your gpt prompt yes. right so yeah. you have to refine yourself every day give it inputs um and then once you start collecting that knowledge if you are open to learn like a sponge you are always you know some day or the other it will just uh, you know show up right show up for you either in uh, the work and all That was Swetha for you. Interesting conversation on how we can use technology to digitize human resource functions in an organization. And I realized that there are so many of us, you know, who do an engineering degree, a computer science, or an IT, and go ahead and do an MBA. Seemingly unrelated degrees, different skills, and this particular role is a very good blend of both of them. So if you're somebody who wants to stay connected and in touch with technology because it is the future and it is here to stay but also be engaged in the human side of things this could be a good role to explore on that note i take your leave subscribe follow share the what do you do show on whatever platform you get your podcast from we also serve you bite size reels on instagram link to it is in the description so work hard but work with a purpose Bye bye